Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's the most predictable sport in the world. (laughs) We will explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and we'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we will do so with the man himself, the one, the only, Brady Quinn. Jonas, uh, I'm so glad to finally be back home after a long trip trying to dig up some dirt on what the hell is going to happen out in Denver with Aaron Rodgers and the potential to be there. But I learned a few things uh, during my time being out there at altitude. Uh, One of which is, and for those who don't know, Uh, Keep in mind something when you travel to a place that's a mile high, okay, from sea level. Um, You can't have as many beers, okay? You can't have as many drinks as you're accustomed to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be subject to a nasty hangover, okay? I can promise you that. Okay. Do they now uh, see? I've been in Denver one time, and they told me that they lowered the alcohol level on beers. Like that that was that was something. That is right. All right. You know what they don't lower the alcohol level on though. Mixed drinks, okay? okay so so good. hard liquor, yeah, when, you, when you're getting a double shot, okay, the shot glasses aren't smaller. That's good. And the pores aren't any smaller, so that's usually going to impact you a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, so l- let me ask you this. So while you were out there, even though you, you may have uh, dealt with, what, what were you going like? Uh, Jack and Cokes, Jamesons, and uh, and and water. What were we doing out there? No, 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 no. So there is a golf drink called a transfusion, and I don't know that most people have had it. Maybe some, you know, some some have, some haven't. But it's it's basically vodka. It's a splash of soda or ginger ale and a splash of grape juice, and that is. A pretty solid little golf drink that a lot of people drink. So a lot of yeah. a lot of transfusions were involved. Yeah, I'd be out. Uh, that that's uh, that's <laughs> enough for me. Not not not. Uh, I'm not messing around. Here here's the problem with hard alcohol. You go zero to sixty way too fast. I can't I can't go that fast. I, I'm not. I need uh, I need below the speed limit. I need to uh, I need to enjoy the ride. I I don't need uh, I don't need a Day- Daytona 500 type alcohol. And that's the problem. You start dealing with stuff like that. Uh, it's an issue. But nonetheless. You're out there. You're at mile high. Uh, you got to stay fully hydrated. Did you drink enough water? Did you uh, did you take care of your hydration? Did, did uh, of that, course, uh, I, I, okay. I did. I did basically every single uh, every single night between, with the exception of probably Saturday night. Yeah, a- after the actual event that I was out, that I was out there uh, for. After that, then it then the wheels kind of came off the wagon. So I, I think a cigar was involved, which I know you're oh, not one who, who ever smokes cigars. I can't, it, man. Well, here, here's going to be my invention, okay? Someone needs to invent a cigar that doesn't make it so your mouth tastes like a rat crapped in it the next morning. Because that's okay, always see. how you feel after you smoke a cigar the next day. All right, that's very good. All right, that's I, uh, that's a great visual. By the way, a happy breakfast to everybody listening here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying things. Whatever drive through, whatever uh, you know, uh, uh, breakfast burrito you're you're diving into. That's fine. Listen, these these are all just type. You know, we're we're not doing exact comparisons. We're just trying to you know uh, figuring this stuff out on the air. But point being. Cigars kill me, man. I can't handle cigar smoke. It's it's gross. Uh, there's a lot of things, even though I'm not into. Uh, I I don't smoke cigarettes, but you smell a pack of cigarettes, you go, oh, it smells pretty good. Cigar smoke buries me. I can't handle it. I cannot handle cigars. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you're around it. Even being around it, I, I get sick to my stomach. I don't know what it yeah. is. Wait, look in. You're not built for that. You're built for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's what we do, but. Uh, all of that being said, if I were to say to you, Brady Quinn, when you're having a cigar, when you're having a cocktail, when you're just kind of hanging out, doing whatever you need to do, if I just said to you, hey, you know, it, it, not that it's a predictable sport or anything like that, but what do you think game three of the NBA Finals is going to be like? If I had to say to you, one team is going to blow out the other team in game three of the NBA Finals, what would your answer be? Which team would it be, Milwaukee or Phoenix, if you had to well, guess? Uh, yeah, yeah M- Milwaukee. I, I would have said Milwaukee is going to yeah. have a red ass in there going down 0-2, needing to do something. Uh, it would be Milwaukee who's going to blow them away, which obviously happened last night. Yeah. But, but well, here's what I didn't know was going to happen. Okay, I did not know last night, though, we were going to be treated with with a murder on the court. Uh, even though Milwaukee won the game, RIP P.J. Tucker, because that Cameron Johnson dunk where he absolutely posterized him, I don't know that you can ever overcome that. Like, that is going to be in some kid's it's going to be in some kid's wall in Phoenix for the next five years of their life. That was one of the better posterized dunks I've ever seen. Was it probably a charge? <clears throat> Maybe. I, I don't know. I have to go back and, and look again. But uh, either way, one of the bigger dunks I think, I think we've seen all season in the NBA. Uh, okay. Like, but that's the problem is it's too – 
I'm not. This is not a referendum on seven game series. It's not a uh, well, you know, the NFL does a one game playoff, so they're better than everybody else. But it's just like, like if you were to tell me which way this series was going to go last night, I would have I would guessed exactly this. This is exactly how this is going to go. That's why when everybody was excited and geeked out that Phoenix was up two nothing, I would have said, all right, well, yeah, but but we've seen this before, and it felt like last night was going to be Milwaukee. Coming out on top, getting it home. Everybody's fired up. They got an NBA Finals game in Milwaukee for the first time in a long, long time. People are geeked out about it, and Milwaukee's going to win the game. And that's, I think, that's the problem a lot of people have with the NBA Finals and a lot of a lot of the NBA playoffs to begin with. You just sort of get the expectation and you get the understanding which way this is going to go ahead of time. And there's no, there's no suspense. There's no surprise. If, if you handed me $100 and you would said, all right, blow out one way or the other, it's Milwaukee. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to go back to Phoenix, and it's going to be 2-2. And the best part is you don't like to do this. I like to call myself on a, out on this, Brady Quinn. You're not, you're not a big, big into this. If Phoenix comes out and wins game four, uh, I'll just say I never said it on the air. But point being, <laughs> it's gonna, I'm telling you, it's going to be 2-2. We're going to go back to Phoenix, and we're going to have a pivotal Game 5, and that's the way this stuff goes. And the extra day rest in between, I think a lot of that factored into it. Giannis, fantastic again. I I, I really need to know what the hell they did to him to get his knee ready uh, and and to be ready to go the past couple of games because he's been awesome. But this is the NBA Finals. This is the NBA postseason. It's just it's the most predictable sport in the world. I swear to God. Well, okay. we've talked about this before at length and just the fact that if you shorten the series, I'm I'm sure it would look a little different. You know, if it was a three-game, five-game series, it would look a little different because there is a degree where I'm I'm watching the Suns at the end of the third quarter going, okay, like we'll see if they can make any sort of run here, but between the way the first half ended and then the third quarter ended, it was such a big margin that I think even in Monty Williams' head, he's like, okay – Let's concede, you know, maybe live to play on for game four, try to steal one then. And that has to factor in your mind at some point, right? Like you're getting blown out. It's not your night. Um, You know, Devin Booker didn't play well, didn't shoot well. No one really did for that matter. You know, Aiton was was, was actually hot kind of early, or at least was helping them stay in the game early. And then it really didn't matter after the second and third quarter. The the game was over, put it to bed, night-night, let's move on to game four. I think that creeps into a lot of players' heads, coaches' head, in a long series, like a seven-game series. If it's game three or game five, or a three-game or a five-game series, it's not going to be quite the same. But you and I both know why it's never going to change. Because okay. of TV revenue. And 100%. And, so, and that's so, never going to happen. So that, that's that's always going to be the case. And I think, look, we can either try to appreciate it for what it is, see if the Suns can rebound and come back in game four and, and have a better shooting night. But right now what Giannis is doing, at least the past two games, if the Bucks don't win this series, he's got to still be in conversation for the MVP. And yes. I know that very rarely happens. But holy cow, man, he has carried this team. Yes. And look, the free throws were better last night. I know that's inconsistent. He has carried this team. He got a little more help from from Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, but they've pretty much been playing about the same. 
the difference in last night's game was what Giannis did and what Devin Booker and Chris Paul didn't because that's essentially been the stars in this series and who stepped up. And Giannis has essentially been there the entire way. Even game one where we didn't think he was going to play, I know he didn't have quite as many points, but just the fact that he was out there after looking like his his knee became gumby all of a sudden was pretty darn impressive. Yeah, no, he's been – if I were to tell you – that if I would have shown you just the injury and I would have said, hey, that guy, by the way, just, just a little – heads up that guy in games two and three of the NBA finals is going to go 40 plus each game you would have thought I was nuts like you would have thought like his his leg caved in it it doesn't make any sense the shock was oh so there's no ligament tear okay yeah so no ligament tear but still no way this guy's going to come back and have the series he's having he's committed 40 plus both games in a row best player on the floor easily best player on Milwaukee side both games in a row the, yeah the free throws were better last night but if you were to just say most likely to be an MVP right now. I would still say Chris Paul because it's a narrative-driven award. And also, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 100%. To, to see what he's done, I have I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's why I got to know what's in the medicine out there. What are they giving the guy? You're an NFL player. We've talked about this before. I don't think it's tore at all. I, I don't know if that would be the wisest decision in the world. But what the hell's happened no. in Milwaukee? How did, <laughs> he's, how did his He's got some go- swing juice. He's having some transfusions before the it, game. That's it, what I think. It doesn't make any sense. Like, like, <laughs> like what? I swear to God. Like, how does that happen, man? You've been you've been in these locker rooms. You've seen injuries before. It doesn't make sense. No, some guys are just built different, and you can relate to that, right? You're built for what we're doing right now, and some That's guys a good are, point. are are, are yeah. built for this sort of it's thing. A great point. I swear to you, Jonas. I swear to you. I've seen guys who've come down on an ankle, come down on a knee. It's bent a sort of way, and you watch it in film. You look at them, just go. How, how is your leg still attached to your body? And, and, and you're, you're trying to figure it out, but there's just some guys who have different type of soft tissue that can get through that sort of thing. Uh, Giannis is obviously young. He's pliable. He's still one of those guys, but that looked gruesome. I'm shocked. I'm surprised, but it, it just it goes to show you. That's why they call him the Greek freak, man. It's not just what he can do. It's what he can endure and still make it through. Now, are, are you uh, okay? Because, listen, I, I'm not here to uh, expose anybody on uh, oh, Fox Sports Radio. It's the last thing okay. I want to do. Okay. But, uh, you know, I mean, we did discover last week, I did a little bit of research, a little bit of digging, that uh, Monty Williams is a Notre Dame guy. So yeah. are, are yeah. you, I mean, is this, uh, you okay? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Pat Connaughton, who plays for the Bucks, is also a Notre Dame guy. Uh, yeah, great but- guy. Great, yeah. solid player for them. And, and really, he's one of those guys that comes off the bench. Um, and, and, and it feels almost sometimes like he's a starter, even though he, he doesn't necessarily start. But when he comes off the bench, he plays like that, kind of like Bobby Portis, too. Gives them a bit of a lift. So I, I know you want to try to make this feel like it's a Notre Dame thing. Either way, there will be a Notre Dame alum winning a ring this year. Okay. I mean, listen, uh, that, that is all that's about. This is a Notre Dame show uh, through and through. I mean, listen, a couple of guys, a couple of Notre Dame guys. You just lost half your listeners. Yeah, that's okay. Listen, tough balls. You guys got to deal with it. This is the way things go. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkeep the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, though, it is a celebration in order for the Quinn household. But it's not the side of the household you're thinking of we'll get into that next year it's outkick the coverage right here fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be
He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up here in, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we had boots on the ground. Real reporting, real coverage on one of the blockbuster trades that could be taking place. And we will get to the very latest on that coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, a real journalistic uh, uh, approach by Brady Quinn. He hears a story. He realizes it's a, a massive story in the NFL. And he decides, you know what? I'm tired of listening to all these, uh, all yeah. these people yeah. trying to report on it. I need to be there to know what's going on. I, I, mean, that, I give you credit, man. That's what we do at Fox Sports Radio. I mean, we, we literally, as soon as we hear that there's a story breaking, we get boots on the ground. We try to do some digging, try to figure out what's going on. And I got to tell you, um, you brought this up. I, I got to give you credit. You brought this up last week. You talked about the line movement and how even though the Green Bay Packers are still the favorite, all right, to keep this particular superstar – there is a team that's been moving and inching closer to being more in that conversation as another potential possibility. And, and I'm starting to move in that direction, too. Okay. Uh, look, all right. Screw it. Let's get into it now. All right. Forget all that. Everybody, whatever I just told you, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we uh, Coming up 10 minutes from now, instead of getting into that discussion, we are going to get into one side of the Quinn household that's very, very happy, uh, and and the other side will t- try and take credit for it. But don't, don't even worry about that. But that's going to happen in about 10 minutes from now. <laughs> I swear to God, that's a real thing that's going to happen. 10 minutes from now, we are going to have that discussion. All right. You were in Denver. Hey, man. Odds don't lie. People can say whatever they want. Somebody knows something. Odds don't lie. And and one of the surprising things last week that we discovered is even though the Green Bay Packers are favored to have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback in 2021, the odds are really close that it's going to be another team. And that team is the Denver Broncos. Mark Schlereth reported on it on, uh, during the draft, said, hey, I, I think a deal's about to get done. Mark Schlereth's pretty connected in Denver. He's, oh, not yeah. just, he's not just blowing smoke, man. He's not, he's not out there just you know, throwing out uh, you know, uh, Man 101 uh, videos and just making, making up trade stories. He's pretty connected in Denver. All of that was happening, and it was still was happening. And there's just this... I just have this weird, funny feeling there's something else going on. And, and, I, and I felt that way. We saw the odds last week. But you were in Denver. You're starting to get that vibe, right? It, it, I'm telling you, it's real. You're starting to get that vibe and, and feeling, I think, that not only the longer I was there, but talking to some more people who were kind of around the organization, that if Aaron Rodgers becomes available – it's done, my friends. The, the Broncos have already set up an offer to obtain him. Like, it is over. Game, set, match. Uh, that's the, the general feeling that I'm getting for some of the people I talk to. I mean, hell, you've got Von Miller, who is also as dialed in as I think most players are who've been with that organization, and he tiptoed around it and said, if Aaron Rodgers become available, we've got the front office to go get him. And that's 100% true. There is no way George Payton, uh, John Elway, anyone else involved with that organization – is not going to try to go get Aaron Rodgers. And here's one of the other reasons why I think they're going to make such a dramatic offer is because right now, this Denver Broncos team, the ownership, it's a little bit dicey. It's a little bit dicey right now as far as how it's viewed. And we've talked about this a couple weeks ago. You've got, I don't want to say a battle between siblings or you know daughter, brother, but that's essentially what's happening in the Bowen family. And if... 
they were to have Aaron Rodgers as a part of that roster, don't even try to tell me that the value of that team isn't going to skyrocket. Yeah. Because anyone who's going to then go buy that team knows that they are an immediate contender right away. And I don't care if it costs them $8 billion, $9 billion, $10 billion, whatever the number is. You've got cash flow coming in from TV deals, cash flow coming in from gambling revenue. That's only going to increase. And then you've got a superstar with that defense, with that roster out around you. That is exactly what you'd need to entice everyone to break out the checkbooks and look to buy that team if indeed it does come up for sale. Do you remember the conversation about what the Cleveland Cavaliers used to be with, be worth with LeBron and without LeBron? Yeah. It, I'm not, I don't know if it'll be that dramatic of a difference because the NFL is king, and no matter if Rodgers is there or not, they're going to go for a pretty penny. But if he is, it's going to entice some of the biggest, wealthiest people in this country to make a run, to own what's been a historic franchise that's going to be built to win right away. And if you could ask David Tepper in Carolina if he would have been a little more patient and could do it all over again – I'm sure he would have said, yeah, no, if Aaron Rodgers is on that roster, I'll take a shot at Denver. Anyone's going to take a shot at him. Hell, maybe Richard Branson, he just visited space. Maybe he'll make an offer uh, on, and, on the Denver Broncos. And, and look, you played there. That's a, that's a great franchise. That is a football town. Anybody that's ever been – I've never been to a Bronco game. All I've been to was the parking lot of a country music uh, f- festival or some country – I forget the country artist. But I was in Denver, and I had friends that were out there. like, hey, we're going into this country uh, a music concert you want to come hang out in the park and like yeah no problem everywhere you go Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. The Rockies can do whatever they want. The Denver Nuggets can do whatever they want. The Colorado Avalanche can win a, a Stanley Cup years and years ago. It's a Denver Bronco town, man. You played there. That's a that is a real franchise. This isn't just a hey, well, you know, whatever you get, we'll we'll give you an NFL team. It's tradition. They've got Super Bowls. That's a massive addition for the NFL if, he, if Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver. No, hundred percent. I mean, they've got their All Star game out there this week for Major League Baseball, which. Look, you put the home run derby in a place at altitude, those balls are going to be flying everywhere, and people aren't even really that jacked up for it. You know, there's still, like, this discussion of Aaron Rodgers, everyone, everyone would talk about it, ask about it, and then, again, you talk to some people in the know, and they're like, no, 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 the Broncos are positioned to make a run if and when he becomes available. And, and I think if you're the Packers at some point, you got to start thinking about, all right, do we just want to move forward now or a year from now? Because either way, it seems like that's how this whole thing is going to go. It's either going to be now or a year from now. It's not lasting past that. And the writing was on the wall, and the clock started as soon as they took Jordan Love, regardless of what anyone wants to say. Because we know now with the new, this new draft class, it's different when Aaron Rodgers was drafted. If people think it's the same, you're wrong. Look at these most recent first-round draft picks in, these, in, the, in the, this, this draft era where it's a slotted rookie draft salary pool for what they're being compensated they all play and especially when you trade up like the Packers did to get him so sitting him for two years isn't something that you do anymore and, and I just think at some point you've got to put Jordan Love in there you, you've got to move on because they're going to anyway and if they can get back three four first round picks which honestly I think it actually be beneficial. Like when you look at the Broncos roster, they've they've done all right in those those mid late rounds. And I'm not saying they couldn't use the first round picks, 
but Aaron Rodgers would be a huge haul and I think would equal equal swap for for Denver's future in the first round of the draft in exchange for one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, what a trade that would be. You don't think it's too late? You don't think it's, uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of time to get accustomed to the playbook and all that stuff? You don't think uh, any of that is in, in, in works here? You don't think any of that's in play? That the, hard, the hard thing to answer that question is if you look at what Peyton Manning did. Now, granted, this is, this is a while ago. This is back in 2012. But if you remember, Peyton didn't sign right away. Now, you know how we always talk about there's that legal tampering period, that which doesn't even make sense. But we're, we're usually a lot of free agents. They're going, they're talking to teams about potentially at the, at the beginning of free agency signing a deal. And then at the stroke of midnight, when free agency starts, we've got a deal struck. Like somehow, in a matter of a minute, a deal struck. It didn't work that way with Peyton. It took a little longer for Peyton. Peyton wanted to go places. He wanted to visit places. He wanted to see and talk to the teams you know, even more and get a sense for what it was going to be like and eventually selected the Denver Broncos. I want to say it took him a little over a week, maybe two weeks in the process. Was that the uh, – because I think he took – I remember a private plane to Nashville because he was yeah. like, the Titans were a real possibility back then. Like A lot of people thought the Tennessee Titans and there was ownership and, and all that. That Was was it Bud Adams at the Bud time? Bud Adams, yeah. Yeah, I remember that happening, yeah, with Peyton. So, and, he, and he was everywhere. I mean, literally. I, I remember uh, driving through Kansas City because that was where I ended up signing there that year. And there was a sign that was talking about welcoming Peyton Manning or trying to get him to come in there. I mean, every single team was up for grabs, and, and Peyton Manning was the sweepstakes. And, and, it, and, you know, and he, was, he was essentially looking at it going, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I search out and venture out and see what's the best place for me. It ended up being Denver, but it didn't happen right away. And so not, and again, this is the off season. So not that he didn't have plenty of time to go in there and get the system the way he wanted to. But the truth of the matter is, I think they would make everyone else adjust to him. He's that special. I don't know that they would make him have to deal with an entire new offense. I think they would make everyone else adjust. That, that's just my opinion, but again, and that's only because I think that's what they did with Peyton Manning before. Peyton came in. It was his offense. That's where everyone else adapted to. That was what, what was attractive for him. I think they'd want to run an offense that Aaron Rodgers feels really comfortable in and let everyone else catch up. I, I just I, I wonder like if you're Matt LaFleur, like this this really is the linchpin to whether or not you're gonna be a, a successful NFL head coach. I mean, you, like you you you're on the verge of going from Aaron Rodgers after back to back thirteen win seasons to Jordan Love and then you just gotta feel the thing out. Yeah. I, I, it, it's, cr it's crazy this one move could dictate so many different futures in the NBA, or in the NFL, rather. It's crazy this is how this thing's going to go. And last thing, Pat Shermer, who's the OC in Denver, runs a West Coast system. And so that was really where, where you know, Aaron, you know, what he ran for the majority of his career. Now, since LaFleur's gotten there, it's, we, we've talked about it. it. It's been a different system, but I think there's, a, at times, they keep some of the same concepts. I don't even know if they did try to make, you know, make him adjust to their offense. It would be that big of a jump. It would just be hard then because now you've got, you know, seven, eight games in the season before he's starting to feel like he's getting his feet underneath him. I mean, think about Tom Brady last year when he went to the Tampa Bay Bucks. It still took him a while throughout the course of the season. They really felt like after that second loss to the Saints – that was when things started to click for them and they go on a run to win a Super Bowl. So this could be a scenario where they start him off slow and maybe not give him quite as much. And whether they pick his offense or they run the Denver Broncos and then they eventually build things up, get them more up to speed in the second half of the year. 
coming up here in, we'll call it 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Listen, I tried to point this out and I was laughed at on the air. I was laughed at on the air last week here on Fox Sports Radio. We will get back into that discussion. Uh, it is a, a major topic in the world of sports. I think shenanigans are taking place. Nobody else wants to discuss it. I want to discuss it. I tried to last week. Brady Quinn laughed at me and kicked me in the nuts on live radio. So we're going to have that discussion coming up uh, in about 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. How about that? Can't wait for that discussion. Tease City, I, Brady. I cannot. That is, uh, that is, that is Tease City. Uh, can I ask you one, one quick question? Yes. Just going back to the, to the Bucks Sun Series. If you're David Bakhtiari, all right, left tackle for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. At some point, does it get old, the whole beer chugging thing? Like every single time the guy goes to any event, it could be any event, all right? It, it, it could be uh, the state fair. It could be his you know, kid's spelling bee contest, whatever the case right. may be, all right? Every single time people are putting a camera on him and asking him to chug beers like a savant. I mean, he is incredible at chugging beers. At some point, you just go, okay, I, just, I would like to just show up and be appreciated for, for what I do in a football field and not for my ability to guzzle down a beer in milliseconds. I mean, you remember when uh, when Aaron Rodgers couldn't guzzle his beer, which which look, I defended Aaron Rodgers at the time. You didn't. You made fun of him. I defended him because I said it's probably an IPA. Nobody <laughs> wants to chug an IPA like that. That that is a dangerous road to go down. And and I defended the guy. And and you, 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 you yeah, we I were said all no. It was yeah. a bad look. Yeah, yeah listen, and, and, and we were all making MVP, jokes. So yes, yeah, it didn't really matter. Yeah. But but after all is said and done, Aaron Rodgers played it the right way because nobody's asked him to chug beers anymore. No, nobody was saying, hey, Aaron, can you chug a beer for us? But David Bakhtiari, every time they got the camera on him, he's got to rip a beer or rip two beers, and it's just a problem. And well, it, it was in conjunction with the fact when he grew his hair out like a homeless man. Now I think there's like, you know, he, he's, he potentially doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore. There's the hair, how he looks. People have questions about that. They've literally forgotten about his, his lack of ability to chug a beer since that point in time. Yeah, I mean, uh, still one of the better offensive linemen in the NFL, correct? I mean, is that you know, Bakhtiari is uh, phenomenal? I yeah, mean, he's, no, he's 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 one of the best left tackles. He's also one of the best beer chuggers I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, although I think there's probably some guys out there a little under the radar that would would slam a beer better than him. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it's a, it's a valid point on your part because I think most of the guys who are elite at at that level, it's hard to be elite at two things, but even more than that. They're probably not practicing that as often as some of the guys who are like the back <laughs> yeah, end of the true. roster guys. You know, they've got a couple of vices. Beer chugging might be one of them. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, if you were to ask, if you were to hand me a beer and say, "Can you chug this?" Uh, but there's a couple of answers that I would give you. The first would be no, uh, and second would be I don't want to. Like it's not 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 appealing to me. Not interested. I, I have no interest whatsoever in chugging a beer. It's way too much carbonation. I would feel full. I would feel sick, and I'm not into it at all. E- even if I was on a jumbotron with all the pressure in the world, I'm hold not into on, it. Hold on. Even if you had to go back and be the rat from Chuck E. Cheese. You wouldn't, we wouldn't pound a couple beers before you'd have to go back and do that. Well, that's a fair point. Uh, listen, yeah, I, I probably would. And, and, and maybe, maybe the job, look, maybe I would still be working there as the rat if I would have uh, if I would indulged on that. But the problem was I was a teenager. I was still in high school, and, uh, and therefore uh, I was not drinking at the time. I didn't drink at all in high school. Not, not one single sip my entire time in high school. 
Just I, huh. I never, yeah, it was never my thing. I wasn't like you, man. I, I don't know what you guys were doing. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what it was like at Dublin Kaufman High School, but uh, but you guys were you know a, a wild bunch there. I've heard stories. So there was some uh, boozing, you know. yeah. There, there was yeah. some boozing going on. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot going on. That doesn't uh, make the it way, right, folks. That doesn't make it right. But there, no. there was some boozing going. Yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of people out there they like to get after it a little bit in high school. It wasn't my thing. Uh, maybe it was Brady's thing. I don't know. We don't want to out anybody here on the air. But I will say this: here's what was your thing, or at least half of your thing. That sounded weird. Um, the Italian national soccer team, one side of the Quinn household, was in celebration. They go to penalty <laughs> kicks. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, the Italians, uh, uh, the, 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 your wife's side of the family, uh, long, long heritage, Italian heritage. I mean, every time you walk into the Quinn household, a couple of things are happening. It's either uh, Italian soccer's on or Jersey Shore, but celebrations were in order. Your Italian national team, Euro Cup champions, how did you guys celebrate? What was going on there? A little, little chicken parm? A little bit of vino? What are we talking about, Brady Quinn? What was it like in the Quinn household? We, we did have a little date night. Uh, I don't think it had any correlation whatsoever with Italy winning. I don't. I, in fact, I don't think my wife was even aware. <laughs> I, 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 might, I might have to go ask her at some point because she never brought it up. She just said, oh, I set up a date night. We hadn't seen each other a little bit, so um, we, we wanted to have a date night. So we went to one of her favorite restaurants, did that whole deal, but there was zero celebration about Italy winning the Euro Cup. So, so I, I, hate to, I hate to break to you. I'm not even sure right. she's aware what was taking place and what happened. She didn't like, like nothing, like not even uh, not even like an understanding of what is going on. The Italian no. national team. Nothing. So the, the, the in-laws, father-in-law, mother-in-law, both, both people, not by the way, town. that I know not that I town. know pretty well. Yeah. yeah I well, mean, yeah. I, yeah, you know, they're friends of mine. Yeah, I don't know if That's you know true. that or not. That's yeah, true. we bonded. We bonded yeah. over, uh, uh, hair, you know, uh, blow drying hair, hair and problems, uh, yeah. dental work. You know, a little bit of a uh, had a conversation. Basso Rooftop had a conversation about <laughs> which two. This is a true story. Uh, uh, Brady Quinn's father-in-law. Uh, him and I had a conversation about what's better, an electric toothbrush or a real tooth br- toothbrush. And uh, I was stunned to find out that he recommended an electric toothbrush. I'm stunned. Wait, why were you stunned? Uh, I just thought manual was better. I just thought, you know, listen, uh, do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> that, uh, I, uh, that's what I thought. I just I assumed that would have been the answer. I was shocked when he told me, no, 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 you want to go this other way. Like, it's weird. You know, I, I had no idea. I still haven't taken him up on his advice. I mean, I still go the old-school way. But again, do you? So, yeah, some, listen, you grow up on the mean streets of Thousand Oaks, California, you got to go the old-school way sometimes. It's just the way things got to be, Brady Quinn. I know you're not, you're not used to that gated community and all that stuff in the Midwest. You guys aren't used all that stuff old school I, oh, I, little old school stuff here that's what we do you mean the gated communities in thousand oaks where yes. they hand out you know those yeah. electric toothbrushes for free yeah that is that is a good point uh all right so we will uh, be getting into all of that coming up next hour here john palmarosi is here he is going to speak fluid italian there's also a bunch of other stuff going on in major league baseball all of that is happening next hour here on fox sports radio uh jonas knox brady quinn it's outkick the coverage here on fsr but coming up next There is shenanigans that are taking place. I tried to point that out. I tried to let everybody know it doesn't make sense, it's not right, and it's still happening. We will get into all of that here. A controversy in the world of sports, and it's yours next here. Outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This this is Outkick the Coverage. What's up, everyone? It's me, 
three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called The Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, The Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, um, I really enjoyed doing something for years and years. It is a tradition in the world of sports. I really, really enjoyed doing it. And that was ripped away from me by Brady Quinn. (laughs) Ripped away and ripped out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, It's uh, so hypocritical. It's so hypocritical. And you (laughs) do it. Like, I I don't know if people out there who are listening right now have a friend or a buddy that (laughs) makes fun of other people for stuff and then does something very similar. Like, that's, that's essentially what you're doing. Yeah, you just don't expose them, uh, you know, uh, nationally or on social media. For <laughs> you do, though. That's, that's one thing I, I will say. You, you absolutely do. So, uh, I uh, but again, punches. I told yeah, you that. Listen, a, so a tradition unlike any other that's been uh, ripped away from me by Brady Quinn. We'll get into that here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Uh, so we are going to catch up with uh, the great John Paul Morosi coming up here uh, momentarily, Brady Quinn. Uh, the uh, Italy are Euro Cup champions. Uh, they are the champions of Europe. Uh, John Paul Morosi has been trying to tell everybody about this uh, for a long, long time. Uh, but uh, but Italy are the champions. Uh, so JP is going to have a, a conversation with us about that coming up here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so you were in Denver uh, over the past couple of days. Uh, you were there. Uh, you were uh, golfing your ass off uh playing well i i presume uh this stay ended up being longer so i'm assuming you made the cut for the weekend correct we, we did we made the cut for the weekend we a- ended up finishing third so we were in the money uh if for anyone who's been a part of what's called a calcutta uh it, it's a pretty fun little event to be a part of uh different people can bid on their teams buy portions of teams there's there's usually a pot in this particular one $219,000. That was how big amongst Jesus. all five flights the pot really? was. Their first flight was $71,000. So this was as big of a Calcutta tournament that I'd ever been a part of. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. Uh, tough conditions. It was really, really windy out there. Uh, and then at, at some point, too, you know, here's what happens. I think this, this is probably like most golfers out there. When things aren't going well, you just start going to the swing juice, all right? You got to have a couple <laughs> pops in you, and uh, hopefully you can loosen some things up, get some things going in the right direction. Um, but, but yeah, no, it, we, you know, we, we played pretty good. Probably could have played a little better. I don't think we would have caught the first-place team. They played lights out. Uh, but, yeah, we won, won a little money from it. So it was a successful weekend. Two hundred thousand dollars in a golf tournament? Okay, for, it's, it's right, absurd, dude. That's that's insane. Here's uh, so the only the last time I golfed was at your charity golf event, <laughs> yeah. and 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 there's no two hundred thousand dollars flying around. It, it's no, basically we, we're not it props on every that. hole. I, yeah, I, I think if you could make a hole in one, if you could make a hole in one. Uh, I figure we've probably got a money hole at some point. I don't even know if the pay the payout might be like two hundred fifty thousand. It depends on it depends on what the insurance, how much it costs for that. Uh, so I'll have to go back and look. But I think that's like one of the cash prizes. 
But, I mean, think about that. That's, there's such a slim chance of that actually happening, even, even at a scramble golf outing. Uh, by the way, for people, uh, just to paint a little picture for you, at Brady Quinn's charity golf, and keep in mind, I, I, don't, I don't golf at all. Like, I don't know anything about I was I was texting you before the golf event, like, hey, man, um, you know, I, I don't have golf shoes. Like, like what, what do I wear? I don't, I don't know what the, the customs are. I, I don't go to golf courses. I, I, don't, I don't know how this works. Well, and, yeah, and I said, you, just you be like up, Jim McMahon. Don't wear any shoes whatsoever. That's, he yeah, he that, plays golf barefoot. It, yeah. Which is weird. That, the whole, that whole thing is weird. But, but I, I digress. Uh, but you, you actually responded back to me, and, and I remember you're like, dude, you're overthinking this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, listen, it is, it is not what you, what you think you've seen on television when it comes to golf. And then you show up there and on one of the holes at Brady Quinn's charity golf tournament was a golf ball cannon to where you paid a guy like five bucks and he would put a golf ball in a cannon and shoot it. And, and that would be your swing. Like that would be your, from the tee box on, on a certain hole. And I just remember thinking to myself, why did I overthink this? Like, like what, what did I think I was actually <laughs> getting myself into so once i saw that the uh, the, the cannon was happening and then also the fact that you know i show up there it's uh, it's 10 in the morning and uh, the first thing anybody does is say all right here you go and it's a shot of jameson i knew we were in for trouble well we're yeah, we, we, there. we yeah. make sure to spread the course with uh, alcohol in every single hole uh, our, our, our basic uh, our basic slogan is if there's no booze we lose yes um, and so <laughs> yeah that, that, that's why a lot of times like those we can we can make it a, a hole in one for a million dollars People are so inebriated, there's no chance they're going to actually be able to make it. So yeah. it's a pretty safe insurance bet. That's why we, we usually are just like, you know, we'll, we'll pay a decent little premium policy for it. But for the most part, no one's making any hole-in-ones. No one's going that low in that tournament. It is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we are going to get into why this is a big-time week in the NFL. A lot of people may not want to uh, have this discussion. They may not want to go there. It's to doom and gloom, but we will go there. That's coming up here 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, the complete opposite of doom and gloom. This is a man who showed up here week after week. He tried to tell you, Italia, you ignored him. He tried to tell you again, Italia, you blew him off. He tried to tell you again, Italia, you weren't paying attention. And that's your fault because you could have won a bunch of money had you been paying attention. John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider, MLB Network, NHL Network, and above all else, especially the past couple of weeks, our Italian Soccer Insider, JP, the Euro Cup Championship goes back home to the old lady as they call it the italian national team are euro cup champions how are we feeling on a monday morning oh io sono molto felice mi amici uh, it's, it's a beautiful morning my friends i i was watching the game yesterday with my with my family and my, my daughters I, I gotta tell you you know I, i'm usually pretty even keeled when i watch sports i you know, just because of you know being a broadcaster you, you sort of get used to that but this is the one team for whom I will allow myself to get back to being 10-year-old John Morosi and being very emotionally invested. And just and so when, when they were having penalties, I was on the floor rolling around, like pounding the floor, just, just basically exclaiming, 
Gigio, Gigio, bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> so I was, I was really, I was kind of losing it a little bit. But my, my daughters were like, Dad, like, you okay, man? What's going on? I said, Girls, just like, guarda, 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 watch, watch. So it was, uh, it was a beautiful, uh, a beautiful day and uh, an incredible moment. And it, it, when Bonucci scored, it was funny. My, my wife was just walking back into the room when Bonucci scored the tying goal, and she was, and I just like, you know, started screaming and jumping all over the place, and she was like, John, John, are you okay? I'm like. This is this is great. This is like I, I was just I was I was allowing myself to just get totally into the moment. And I tell you what, it's 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 important, guys, and it's healthy because you know obviously I, I I love sports so much, but I love them and I love talking about the stories and telling the stories. But it's important to be able to get into there and and live the story and and be a fan again. And that was uh, that was my day yesterday. And as you guys well know, that was, that was my time for the last month watching this team. It was so much fun. That's sports, baby. The best reality TV there is. That's right. There's just nothing like it. I, but JP, be honest. When England scored within what the first two minutes of the match, <laughs> you had to have been you had to have been a little nervous. I know I know you're Italian. My wife's Italian. I witness how this works. There tends to be a little pessimism usually from the Italians when you get down like that in a game yes. or any sort of series. So talk to me about the emotions after England went up within the first two minutes. Yeah. John, JP, Italy looked terrible early on. Let's be honest. They, here. Did. they looked like they had a big bowl of meatballs and pasta. Oh, right come on. Come I'm on, just saying. Me. I'm just saying. All right. No, and you're right. You're right, Brady. That that's you have captured. Obviously, through your wife, you've captured the Italian psyche perfectly because that is how I was feeling. I was uh, nervous, uh, and and to Jonas's point too, they you know Italy had not and still really hasn't been the same team since Spinazzola's injury, and so they they had done such a great job linking up between Spinazzola and Insigne. Uh, Spinazzola, of course, the elite left back, and he was out now with this Achilles injury and so to miss his influence I think changed the team and they had to win in a little different way but that's where I think if, if I was to break it down it, it put on my analyst hat for one moment I do think Mancini utilized his subs and his bench better than Southgate did and I think you saw the second half Italy even the latter stages of the first half they got better and better. Chiesa was brilliant. Uh, of course, you know he eventually had to be subbed off as well for injury, but he was tremendous. He, he's someone that has really grown on me. I, I, I watched him play a little bit at the club level and, and wasn't totally sold on him, but then he's gotten better and better and more dynamic. Uh, and so really I was incredibly impressed by the way he played. And, and of course, Bonucci scores the goal as a defender off the set piece, uh, which was a great moment. And then, of course, Donnarumma to save three in, in penalties was just brilliant and, and really, to me, affirming that he is, as I was saying yesterday, Il portiere più bravo del tutto del mondo, the greatest goalkeeper of the world, and that is uh, Gigi Donnarumma right now. Uh, there he is, uh, John Pomerosi here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so JP, uh, this is our keep the coverage here on FSR. So let's talk a little bit of uh, MLB. Uh, we are at the All Star break. Uh, if I were if I were to tell you at this point of the season, most impressive and most disappointing team, which way are we going? Most impressive relative expectations has to be the Giants. Uh, I don't think anybody expected they would be a first-place team at this stage of the year, but here they are. And they keep finding ways to win. Uh, And it's been a nice mix of 
old and new, some of the old guard that was there winning championships in, in 12 and 14, certainly, and obviously Posey from 10, but uh, and then some of the very good pitching that they have handled uh, it really brought them in, and, and Di Scalfani's been great, Wood has been great, Gossman's been great, so I, I think for me, they've been the most surprising team on the positive side. I think those that disappointed, the Cardinals uh, being where they are right now, uh, it really is a, a bit of a surprise, but it just shows you how much they really rely on Jack Flaherty, uh, and, and they're they're still somewhat in the race, but, but goodness, the Brewers have played so well. The Brewers, another team on the positive side, their rotation, Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, one of the best in, in all of baseball. And then I think I have to mention, you know, the tough news over the weekend for the Braves with, uh, with Acuna being out. But that, I, I think they have really struggled. I, I believe it's still accurate. They have never been above 500 at any point in time this entire season. And, and that's just, it's a tough thing to, to say for a team that was within a couple brilliant Mookie Betts plays of being a World Series team last year. Hold on, hold on, JP. I, I want to go back to something in regards to the Euro Cup. All right, I know, I know, I know it's you know all star, all star break and everything else, but I, I, I do see some people who feel like Italy didn't so much win it as England's manager Southgate kind of maybe botched how he went about the penalty kicks, bringing in Rashford and, and Sancho. Uh, you you got to take me through that. I mean. Was it a little bit questionable with that decision at that point in time when talking about PKs, or do you just rely purely on a manager to know who's going to be best in that scenario? Because it obviously didn't work out for England. Well, Brady, that, that is an excellent question, my friend. Well phrased, and, and you're right. There has been a lot of heat on Southgate uh, with respect to the way he organizes his penalty takers. It was interesting. I saw the comment made on on, on Twitter. Uh, it was Joshua Clipperton, who actually is a great hockey reporter in Canada, where he where there was the the the, the video before penalties of, of Prince William speaking to uh, to Kate about about who the penalty takers would be. You could sort of see him on his on his fingers saying, "Okay, here's one, here's two, here's three, here's four. I'm not sure who's going to be fifth. You can almost read his lips." And and basically, he Joshua said that is every. England fan. So clearly England was less was less optimistic about their penalty takers than we were with the Italians. And I would say this too. Uh, I, yes, I, I do think in general uh, maybe that you could have had Grealish take a, take a penalty, which I probably would have done uh, if I was Southgate. But, but also, uh, overall, if, if we're going to say was this a game that England lost or Italy won? Yes, I realize there's the whole, uh, you know, and I have many England fans in my family, you know, that, that are close with me that, that, that were that were bummed out, but and penalties for them have been a bugaboo for many times in the past. But listen, Italy has not lost a match, Brady, as, as you know through your family. Italy has not lost a match in like, years, okay? So, yeah. so I have a hard time, I have a hard time saying this was in any way England's fault. Okay, Italy has been the class of European football for two years. They are the rightful champions. There's no. This is not a manager's fault. This is not even the fault of the players. England, uh, England played a good game early on, and Italy was the better team on the day. Look at possession numbers. Italy deserved to win. They're the rightful winners. I hope it was a. I, I'm sure it was a triumphant, victorious. Day at the Quinn household. I know it was for us as well. And uh, well. Italy was just—they were the rightful. They were the rightful winner. Now, now, at some point in time, Brady. Now, now there will be a final at some point when when 
when like Ireland plays Italy, and then I'll just have to ask you how you handle oh, wow. it. Wow! Okay. Oh, you know, drinking but, contest? We're not doing yeah. that soccer. Come on now. Maybe maybe <laughs> okay, rugby. Okay. Maybe rugby. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Very good. Oh. Well, and I would say that there was one a friendly between the U.S. and Italy a couple of years ago, which was which was emotional. It's it's one of those things where when when Team USA, which I'm very invested in, and we'll certainly talk about them and their journey to the World Cup in the months ahead. But when Italy plays the U.S., it certainly it really kind of plays in your emotions a little bit, but fortunately there were no such conflicts for me yesterday. I was all in on Italy, and uh, it was just great to watch the result. Is there is there a baseball comp, before we let you go, JP, because Italy owns England. Like, for people that aren't familiar with the history, Eng- England cannot beat them. And the fact that they had, look, the, ten, the start to the game yesterday in which England, you know, was all over the place, and Italy was the better team throughout the rest of the way. Then they get to penalty kicks. It's in England. It's at Wembley Stadium. It's in their own backyard. And still they come up short. Is there a baseball comp to one team that just owns the other? Like, mm-hmm. is, is there a comp to that? Because I was thinking about that. The, England can't beat them. Literally cannot right. beat them, in, in, especially in big-time tournament play. Well, that's a great point. I, I would say, and, and here's the comp that comes to mind, it's the Yankees and the Twins in Ooh. the playoffs. Oh, Remember the, the, oh, the Twins boy. and Yankees that met in the playoffs? Yes. i got to say like four or five times in the last two decades, and, and it's amazing. I, I covered the last, the last time the Twins won a playoff game, period, uh, and the last time they also won a game against the Yankees was game one of the 2004 ALDS. I was 22 years old. I had just graduated from college. I was writing for the Albany Times Union, and I covered that game at Yankee Stadium. Jock Jones was the hero. Oh, and I man. said, and, and I remember this, guys. I, like, I actually had back then, this is going to surprise you, I had a full head of hair. I was a 22-year-old <laughs> who actually had just graduated from college. I had a full head of hair, uh, and, and that's how, that's how the, the, the Twins have not won a playoff game since I was a 22-year-old just out of college, which tells you that was a long time ago, my friend. And, and that was LaTroy Hawkins, right? He was a member of that yes. Twins bullpen, correct? Yeah. LaTroy, oh, Joe Nathan. Eddie Gardado? Is that, yes, the Eddie yes. Gardado time. Oh, exactly. Man. That was... Jesse Crane, uh, th- those were the names back in the wow. day. But, yes, th- th- that Twins team was was good. They had Johan Santana, of course. But uh, they have never been able to beat the Yankees in the playoffs ever since then. It's like they're all in their last 16 or 17 playoff games, period. So, certainly, th- th- that's the one thing I could say. I feel, I feel like Italy v. England – is like the Yankees v. the Twins. Well, listen, uh, I, I didn't know you were going to go that direction, so I want to take the time right now to apologize. <laughs> listen, I want to take the time to apologize to our Lord and Savior, Scott Shapiro. Uh, he is a Minnesota Twin fan through and through. Uh, and, uh, sorry, I, I'm Scott. Sure he had, yeah, listen, uh, sorry, I, I, I apologize. Uh, that's the boss here. I want to say I didn't know John was going to go there and bring up old stuff. But nonetheless, uh, always uh, a fun chat with uh, John Palmarosi here, uh, MLB insider for Fox Sports Radio, MLB Network, and NHL Network. JP, congrats. Italia brings it home. We're at the all-star break. It's going to be a fun next couple of months here. Grazie mille, mi amici. Una conversazione della cuore. A conversation of the heart, as it always is, my friends. I always enjoy catching up with you both and have a wonderful week and enjoy the all-star game tomorrow. 
Thanks, JP. He's Thank the you, best. Uh, it is uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, outkick the coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, it is uh, it is a big-time week in the NFL. Some things need to get done, or they're just not going to get done at all. We'll get into all of that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So it was a tradition. Listen, uh, I I loved doing this. It was one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I was so happy to do it. It was an honor to do it. I looked forward to it every time. And it was ripped away from me, stolen from me, mocked, ridiculed, made fun of by the bully himself, Brady Quinn. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. He is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock pacific right here on fox sports radio and we will do so with the man himself guilty as charged regardless of what he says the one and only brady quinn i mean i I hate how you play me out to be such a bully or a jerk when really this is what we try to do with our friends try to hold them accountable okay (laughs) try to try to keep them from being a hypocrite you know when when we sit here and we come on air on a national radio show and you call people out and then you turn around you do the exact same thing on social media okay that is what you've done you're being a hypocrite right now i'm sorry you feel that me bringing it to light or bringing it to everyone's attention is bring a being a bully but why don't you explain for the audience what exactly we're talking about yeah i will as soon as i figure out what the hell is at the bottom of my coffee cup i'm I'm trying to figure that out uh very very bizarre looking uh situation here um look uh so for people behind the scenes um i i just realized uh that uh at the end of my coffee i finished a cup of coffee and there it i mean it looks like tar it looks it looks like a squid came by and had a little ink blot or something it's weird your coffee like took a dump in there yeah it's it's very weird Uh, maybe i'll tweet it out for people to get a good uh, glimpse at but i I, it's very disturbing what i discovered at the end of my coffee cup but um well i I hope you tweet the picture out because one of the things that i want the viewers to see in this coffee uh coffee mug shot if you will is how nicely manicured your fingers are. Like that was the, one of the first things I noticed from that was I don't know if you get you know manicures or something, but yeah. as as a guy, I'm just saying my fingers look mangled compared yeah. to what your hands look like in that picture. Yeah, it, it's it's funny you think that's my finger. Uh, all right, so Brady Quinn, uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into this. I don't know how you'd be able to hold a coffee mug like that, but all right, all right, all right. That's interesting. So let's uh, let's, so, so so let's get into uh, to this discussion here. So I, I got to tell this story, um, and I don't know if we have any appropriate uh, from when I was younger music. Uh, you know, we have a live studio band here at Fox Sports Radio. I don't know if we have appropriate uh, soft, um, you know, sort of reminiscence music uh, to where we can think back to our youth. Uh, we can think about how we grew up, how we were raised, traditions uh, as a child that you carried with you into into your adult years. I don't know if we have any of that music available here uh, offhand to just sort of set the scene here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, as we, uh, you know, just wax poetically about some of our great traditions uh, from our childhood that we tried so nicely to take into adulthood. So I don't know if we have any of that music here from our live studio band here. Uh, everybody is, uh, you know, 
I mean, again, that's not exactly what I was thinking of. But again, we'll just go with it. That's fine. This is perfect. Uh, this is absolutely perfect. Uh, and by the way, uh, I, I must apologize. Uh, I should have probably given Chris Perfett the heads up for this, but it, it just came to mind uh, on uh, oh, you know man. here in the middle of the uh, segment. So uh, this is what we got. Uh, this is the uh, the reminiscence. Uh, yeah, so, and we are now uh, going to. Uh, All right, very good. This is perfect. Yeah, this is good. All right, this is better. This sets the scene. All right, this sets the scene here What's on Fox happening? Sports Radio. Well, listen, Chris Perfett and I work on Friday uh, uh, weekend overnights, so the fact that we're getting an opportunity to uh, you know showcase our skill set here uh, on a national stage here on weekday mornings is just a, a, a treat for all of us. But when I was younger, you know, one of the things that we had as a family was we loved boxing. Boxing and MMA. Big fans. And so we would get, you know, we'd watch the fights. Uh, we'd, we'd all uh, gather around. And we remember watching George Foreman knock out Michael Moore. We remember seeing Mike Tyson in his heyday. We remember uh, all the great, great classic battles. Uh, 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 Marvin Hagler, uh, you know, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, all the right, great. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. Junior. Uh-huh. We remember all those uh-huh. classic battles. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I learned to do from a young age is how to score a fight. You know, I loved going on and scoring the rounds and say, seeing wh- who won the round based on my vantage point. And then you argue back and forth. It was just a great tradition. And so I carried that tradition when I got older, not only with just boxing, but MMA and the UFC. I remember getting UFC 2. It was $14 on pay-per-view. We were so excited because we we could afford the price and it wasn't the 60 bucks or whatever it was to get a Tyson fight. I remember watching UFC too and still carried that tradition all the way through into my latter years. And then when I became an adult and I would go on Twitter and I would say, man, you know, I want to score these fights. And it was so much fun to go and score each round and kind of go back and forth. Some people would argue whatnot. And all of it felt great because it was, it was thinking back to my childhood. And then all of that came to a crashing end. Because Brady Quinn walked into my life, and he decided, hey, you know that little uh, tradition you had when you were a kid? And I said, yeah, it was was great, isn't it? I go on social media now, and and more people can see what I was doing when I was a child. And he said, yeah, that's awesome. And he kicked me square in the balls as hard as he could with steel-toed boots. And he said, don't ever do it again. And now my mind is effed up. I can't score these fights. I can't score the uh, Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight over the weekend. Not that I needed to because it didn't go past one round because Conor's leg uh, (laughs) turned into uh, a a sock puppet. A a toothpick? Yeah, like I, I can't, I can't score these fights anymore because you have ridiculed me and made fun of me for it. So now I'm in my own head because I, I feel like Giannis at the foul line on on the road because I just assume you're going to make fun of me. I had somebody ask me my thoughts on on scoring the fight. He wanted me to, he wanted to get my live score. I said I can't do it anymore. Brady Quinn won't allow me to do it. Uh, do you feel good about yourself? Is this what you wanted? Is this you wanted to ruin that for me? I, I, I love how you make it seem like I had this stranglehold. Okay, the. the- <laughs> full history of how this started was I, there happened to be a headline or lie, uh, the, the segment that we typically play <laughs> at some point during the week. We used to do it on our Sunday night radio show, and I, I happened to make fun of you, I think, a couple of times with it. 
I brought it up a couple of times. It was a curveball for your listeners, for your, for my opponent usually, and it usually hit home. And after a couple of times putting it in headliner live, yeah. you just stopped doing it. And so <laughs> I, I think what happened was this. You're painting me out to be the bully, this childhood thing and all that. I think what you realized was you were being a hypocrite. You get so upset with all the Monday morning quarterbacks out there <laughs> during football season or even with basketball, the after effect, you know, the after the game uh, crit- critiques and everything else that goes on. Yeah. You get so upset ab- about them that once I drew it to your attention, you did the same thing just in the world of boxing. You matured, and you said, you know what? Maybe he's right. I've I've come to the realization that I don't need to be doing this anymore, in part because Conor McGregor's leg literally snapped off, okay? Like it was a telephone pole in a hurricane. And and also because it, it it just it's kind of a bad look. I mean, let, let's be real. It's kind of a bad look. Save the material for our show. If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna be out there scoring it, save it for our show moving forward. But again, this fight didn't need any scoring whatsoever. It was Dustin Poirier the entire time, even in the first round. Like I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the hell happened with Conor McGregor's leg because it doesn't make sense that you would you know step back like that and misstep and it just snaps like a toothpick. I think he had to have injured it with a leg kick earlier and didn't realize it because of the adrenaline and everything else until he misstepped and that thing just broke apart. But that was gruesome. That was brutal. But uh, newsflash, Conor McGregor was not winning that fight the way it was yeah. going. All right, well, listen, uh, I, I do want to address that because that is an important topic here. You know what you just said, though? Or you were like, oh, uh, uh, you were just bloviating about, oh, you yeah, realized, uh, you, you realize, uh, you know, don't go on Twitter because it's a bad look. And uh, uh, you stopped doing it because you realized how dumb it looks to score fights afterwards because other people do it on social media. You remember when you just said that part here? Like, you, do, yeah. you just said it yeah. right now. I just said uh, that, it. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, you are absolutely correct uh that is uh, i did realize that uh, a couple of months ago I, I i i realized i said you know what this is a bad look uh i don't know why i'm doing this uh, nobody cares what i think of the scorecards uh you and i make fun of people who, uh, who who go on twitter because look let's be honest here social media is everybody's highlight package you know everybody needed you remember a uh, huddle is huddle still around like the old highlight site for uh of course, for kids? it's actually yeah. gotten bigger yeah it's yeah huge. so so huddle is so for people that don't know for kids that wanted to get uh it looked at by colleges now i mean now all you need to do is uh you know just tell them you'll promote the local liquor store and now you're gonna get money for it and you're gonna go there. but it's great but huddle back in the day was they would put together these highlight packages that's what social media is all it is is everybody's highlight package you don't really get the truth you just get everybody's highlight reel and so i realized I- i'm just not gonna do that anymore i'm not gonna go onto social media and give everybody the highlight package i'm gonna be uh truthful about stuff and i don't feel like scoring a fight uh is, is fun for anybody but now that we've turned this into actually a, a real topic uh, i will be scoring fights moving forward and i'm gonna tag brady quinn into every single round that i ever score for the rest of my life on twitter every so wait, round. why are you doing that then why are you reverting back to your old ways because if we're going to play this up, let's play it up all the way through, and then we okay. can talk about we, okay. we can talk about which one uh, post round breakdown bothered you the most. Uh, speaking no, of th- breaks, th- this is like you not being able to admit that you're doing something wrong. All right, you're trying to be like, no, like yes. I've matured. I'm, I'm better than yeah. this. 
But you're you're right now openly admitting that it's like a guilty pleasure for you. Yeah, you know, it's like it one of those habits that you can't kick. You know it's a bad thing, but you continually keep doing it. That's what this is. So if, if you want to do it, so be it. But I think you're really taking a, a step backwards as your overall growth growth and development as a person. Very similar to the step backwards that Conor McGregor took, okay. which ultimately snapped his leg and, and now put him in a, in a wheelchair being taken off from the octagon. Okay, so this is, this is a real thing. So in Thailand, uh, Muay Thai fighting is a big deal. And those guys, you know, just crack. And it's shin on shin. It's shin on bone all the time. But in Thailand, one of the old uh, stories is that kids, when they're really young, they have them start kicking tree, tree stumps. So there's a tree stump on the ground. They'll have them start kicking these tree stumps because they want to deaden the nerve in their shins. So that way, when they're cracking somebody, they don't feel it. There, there, there's no there's no nerves there. They don't feel it. You can you can take a hammer to it and it, it's not going to hurt. Um, I feel like we've seen this now multiple times. Chris Weidman happened not that long ago. His leg snapped. Everybody saw that. That was a viral video. Anderson Silva. Every people have seen that as well, too. Conor McGregor threw out a theory that some people thought was crazy in which when Chris Weidman's leg snapped, he said there had to have been a bunch of hairline fractures for his leg to go that way. And then, you know, uh, coincidence, Conor McGregor's next fight steps back. His leg just completely collapses. There had to have been some hairline fractures, right? I mean, I don't think had he's wrong. Been. Had, had to, to have been. been. It's, it doesn't it's, go it's, that it, way. It's like, have you, ever, have you ever seen one of those, like, team-building things that, like, companies do sometimes? They call in those guys where they've got, like, the, the two-by-fours that you, like, karate chop and you break, right? It's yes. kind of like that. Like, just so you people know. It, it's like pre-cut, okay? Like, for the most part, it's pre-cut. I know they feel like they're building you up and they're getting this sense of belief and all that. It's pre-cut wood, people, okay? It's, it's made to snap easily. It's like it's coming off of an L.A. set or a stage where, you know, someone falls through a table. Newsflash, okay? That wasn't a solid wood table. It was pre-cut. It was made so it could break gracefully like that. No different than the guy who comes in to give you motivational training at your company who's doing all this, okay? It's pre-cut. That's exactly what happened with Conor McGregor's uh, tibia and fibula and all that. There was hairline fractures. It had to have been setting himself up for that sort of break. I just, I've never seen an elite athlete have such a freaky incident or accident like that happen. Crazy. And there had to have been some underlying issue going into it, which does bring up the question. A lot of people are saying like Conor McGregor wasn't focused for this fight because even before that, it looked like Dustin Poirier is getting the best of him. That yeah. people feel like now Conor McGregor is only about the money grab. That's all he cares about at this point in time. I personally don't know if it's like that. I just, I just think this was a freak accident. I think Poirier is just a better fighter at this point in time in his career. But I don't think there's a, there's a lack of focus from Conor McGregor. I no. thought he – I mean, he always looks the part. I'll say that much. He looks like he's in shape. He looks like he still has it. Whether or not in reality he does versus someone like Poirier, you know, again, I'd love to see an actual a fourth fight to see it go the length of it to see what they're both capable of. Well, listen, uh, here, here's what, what's so funny about this whole thing. When people go, oh, man, he's just in it for the money. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, what, what, what's wrong? What <laughs> yeah. are we doing? Yeah. He right doesn't here? have another alternative, folks. Yeah, okay, like, He's not going to join NASA. He's not going to join some of them, become a rocket scientist. Yeah, he, obviously, this is his path to make as much money as possible. He, yeah, hey, he dummies. It's prize fighting. That's what this is. Like, this is this is the part that, that's mind boggling, that people don't still get this. They don't care about the belt. 
Like, if you if you were to ask a fighter right now in the middle of his fighting career, hey, man, you could be champion or you could be a multimillionaire. What do you want? Uh, who, who, champion? Who cares? Like, you, can I get paid? Like, this is what this is about. Like, you're, you're putting yourself in harm's way every single time for stuff like that to happen on your own. That was nothing Poirier did. His legs snapped on its own because of all the wear and tear on his body. This is prize fighting. When Pacquiao and Mayweather fought years and years ago, did anybody know that there were three belts on the line? Nobody had any idea all that they knew was man these guys are going to make a hundred plus million dollars to fight like nobody there was there were three championship belts on the line nobody cared it's prize fighting these guys are out to get paid that's what this is it's the brands it's no different when anyone fights whether it's logan paul or jake paul yes it's it's, 100 it's all about the brands it's all about the names coming into it but for the fighters it's about the money you know, why do you think you get different people? I think Rashad Evans called out uh, Logan Paul and said, if you want to really fight someone, fight me. You don't think he's doing that in part <laughs> because he wants the money and he knows how big that purse is going to be? Like, stop being fooled by what, what the whole tactic is. This is all about the money. It always has been, always will be. Yeah, uh, uh, that being said, uh, under two and a half rounds. Bingo, bango on Saturday. How about that? Well pal? done, my friend. Yeah, well done. That? See, that's that's yeah. more of the stuff I need you to do. Start yeah. bloviating about the bets that you actually win. You know, instead yeah. of scoring the fight, just give me some of those winners, right? Yeah, yeah. Feed the people with that. that. That's what we need. Yeah, that's uh, that. And listen, that's what we try and do here on Fight. I mean, listen, that's what I try and do. Uh, Brady Quinn just ruins my childhood. Oh, what are you going to tell me next? Uh, uh, the, the the tooth fairy uh, is is a junkie. You going to tell me that next? What, what are you going to do? You gonna, yeah, you going to ruin my whole childhood while we're at it, Brady Quinn? That, that we want to do here uh yeah i mean i i have seen her in dennis offices siphoning off that <laughs> gas the laughing gas to to right, knock you go. out i i have seen that or, or right. around the you know back of the building siphoning all that off yeah you're you're a real class act I'm all right Bra- uh, brady quinn jonas Knox out kick the coverage here fox sports radio coming up next though uh it is a huge huge week in the nfl you may not realize that we're going to deliver the goods for you next here on fsr oh 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 o'reilly You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. 
The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.